lot going on, a lot of energetic fields happening all at the same time. And so as we're going, you know, as this whole fear mongering, the media, the demons coming to light, you know, human trafficking, the wealthy, social rights, like all of it is just kind of like, okay. okay, so we're all scared. We all have all this crazy shit going on. And then we all are fighting our own individual struggles. A lot of them being mental, mental health, mental health was, you know, I struggled with it. And I would say overall, I'm a pretty even kilter, happy human who's very, has usually a pretty positive outlook on life, usually happy go lucky. But I felt like I lost like a large portion of my identity. Like, you know, we, everything was shut down. I lost my job and I love my job. I, I would often say that I'm like a introverted extrovert. I'm very good with my job and I love people and I love creating the relationships with them. And that's, I'm not just a bartender. I would often say that the people that come and sit at my bar, they're my friends. All of us are struggling in our own fashions. And then we have like the media telling us all of these things when ultimately like so many people started struggling with mental ill, like mental health, like right. isolation. One, being around people builds your immune system. Also being like around touch, human touch legitimately sets off chemicals in your brain right. that keep you healthy. And so you have like all these people extremely fighting with this. What I say often is bad things don't happen, just catalysts for self-growth. So cool. any experience that you could say, oh man, that really sucked. Like, but okay, coming out of it, you have all of this insight looking back, like, okay, hindsight's 2020. I hate that cliche. And it's because it is so accurate. I mean, think about it in general. Like looking back at all your experiences, there's not really bad things. They're just catalysts for self-growth. So you're learning about yourself. You're learning about your reactions. You're and about instead of following old patterns, I decided I was done. And I wanted to handle, handle shit in a positive fashion. So I made the decision to quit drinking. Made the decision to get rid of my television. And I started reading. Right. And I started talking to my friends. And part of, like, a lot of people don't understand, alcohol numbs you. And so right. when you drink even casually, um, you're less likely to feel emotions or understand what you're feeling or why you're feeling it. And so I got to this point where I was just flooded with all the emotions because I was no longer using alcohol. I had been through this experience that really kind of fucking sucked. I started reading. And the first book I read was called The Wisdom of a Broken Heart. Okay. You know, reading this book, it talks about, you know, emotions and understanding what the emotions are and feeling them, really, really feeling them. So we grow up in this super patriarchal society where femininity is so um, condemned. Okay, don't cry, it's weak. Don't be a pussy. Like, don't right. don't feel your feelings. Suck it up, boy, you know? different. That's like how it is. And it is so negatively viewed to cry, which, okay, well, crying is really just a release of energy, which emotions like, you know, feelings, you feel them in other parts of your body. And so it's just kind of one of those things, okay, so people choose not to feel, so they turn to alcohol or some sort of outlet that takes their mind off it. I started meditating. I started feeling all of the feelings, like all of them. Again, here I am, like looking back at this and even recognizing how I feel about myself now and to three months ago in this journey that I've been going on, like it makes me want to cry right now, like right. feeling them, gratitude and joy. And so I started sitting and like it was a recommendation in this book is to sit with your emotions and make friends with them. Right. So sit there and feel them. And when you feel them, recognize it. And okay, I'm feeling this way. 
And so as I'm reading this book, I'm chatting with one of my friends who's a phenomenal potter and knows some very amazing people all over the country. And she connected me with a woman that she knows locally named Lauren. And Lauren, she is an apothecary, actually, and she has the education in that. And then she has a lot of education in holistic medicine as far as like, okay, so I was interested in Reiki, which Reiki is going through like, okay, we all have chakra points. We have seven chakra points on our, in our body. And essentially what it is, it's the flow of energy. And so you can have a chakra that's going to be open and it's going to be open flow, like flowing energy through it. And you can have them closed where you're going to have blockages. And so all of the different chakras are correlated with different colors, different feelings, different behaviors. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to reach out to this woman. And so I reach out to her and I have a meeting with her and I start kind of telling her about my situation and the book that I'm reading and, you know, feeling emotions and how I'm starting to meditate and just really sit, just sit and be still and to listen. And so I start telling her about these things and we're kind of like in a meeting to talk about like what um, things she can offer me. And, you know, she starts talking to me about shadow work. And I kind of like thought, I'm like, okay, well, what's shadow work? Well, shadow work is we all have our shadow selves. And so we have our ego, which are all of these things that we tell ourselves that we are. Like, okay, you are Casey. That's your name. That's, your, that's who your identity is. That's your ego, right? And all of the things that you've done, accomplishments, things that you think you are. Well, we also have this shadow self. And the shadow self is all still things that we are, but it's not necessarily things that we look at or listen to. So you can look at different qualities, traits, like, okay, I'm a jealous person, which this was the example Lauren used. I'm a jealous person. And so you acknowledge that, but you just choose to not be a jealous person, but still somewhere deep down inside you're still a jealous person. And you have specific reasons to why you're jealous or why you feel you have trust issues or why you feel you have this problem. So as she's talking to me about this, she's like, okay, well, I'd like to do guided meditations with you, start working through shadow work. I'll give you journal prompts and we'll do some Reiki. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. And I sign up to start doing these, these classes and to start working through some stuff. And at the same time, like I'm still reading books pretty heavily. Like at this point in time, I'd probably moved from the wisdom of a broken heart, which I definitely felt wise coming out of, to a uh, the power of now by an Eckhart Tolle, which I think everybody should read that because it is so um, amazing on the fact of presence, like who presence and like uh, just really acknowledging the the moment that you're in. Because why would we think so much about the past or the future, right? Really acknowledge what we're doing and. It was also one breaking down the ego, like talking about ego. Okay, so we all have this thing called an ego. You know, it can be a nasty, ugly thing, or you can learn and grow with it. And, you know, it's kind of like, I don't want to say breaking it down, but you are essentially breaking it down to rebuild it. And so at this time, I'm reading those books along with like going to regular counseling sessions, spending plenty of hang time with my my girlfriends, surrounding myself with like-minded individuals who are going to support me, one, not drinking, to listen to me ramble about all of these things and feelings that I'm feeling and sit with me and cry and let me cry or bring me flowers or bring me kombucha or, you know, just ask me if I want to hang out.